0: violetta is a local utah influencer single mom and domestic violence survivor whose goal is ultimately to be your virtual friend she empowers single moms to live a fulfilling balanced life and being authentic and showing that a messy life can also be a beautiful life violetta uses her influence to serve her community she serves on multiple boards and continues to be a mom cheerleader to her followers and anyone she comes in contact with Welcome to the show. Hello, friends. she's also like a dear, dear, dear friend, which is so fun.
1: It just feels like another, you know,
0: play- another Monday,
1: another Monday for us. Yeah. So
0: we always start the well, the podcast with a well check. So, what is going well for you this week, season 2023?
1: Well, lately, I've been just been feeling like a really good sets and pace. I think this is like my era,
0: my my time. I love it. Oh, did you want it like this? I don't know. Did I do it wrong? Sorry, I'm just fixing her headphones. (laughs) There we go. Is that better? That feels so much better. So much better. Okay, what's your sun, moon, and rising? I don't know. Okay. I'm a Leo. You're very unwell. No, just kidding.
1: I know. I (laughs) know. I've been really trying to like venture more and find out more about like my sign. I feel like it's a tool that I'm missing out on. Um, so give me all the dates on or like. Someday. Okay, so
0: I'll I'll send you a link. You can figure it out and then we'll have you back. Perfect. I always,
1: <laughs> I always tell everybody I'm a Leo and then I always say I'm a rehabilitated Leo. It's so important to me that I say I'm a rehabilitated Leo. I've done the work.
0: Oh, yeah. Like I'm a healed Scorpio. Yeah. Like
1: I'm not very <laughs> proud of being a Leo, but I'm like. I've done the work. I'm a rehabilitated Leo.
0: I think everybody needs to work on being like a healed Leo, a healed Scorpio.
1: You know? Yeah, that's like my biggest black. I'm a rehabilitated Leo.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so I want you to tell. Well, yeah, I want you to tell everybody how we met because it's actually kind of funny. I used to have a defunct, now defunct fashion Instagram that I don't do anymore, but. Tell tell the people how we met. Oh my gosh. I, of course, I'm the biggest weirdo. And I saw her um, wedding in like this huge,
1: like, I've seen it multiple times. I met my favorite restaurant. Well, at the time, it was my really, really favorite restaurant. I still love it. But I was at one of my favorite Mexican restaurants and I've always followed you. I checked out Pinterest. Your wedding was fabulous. Like, Aww. I was obsessed with your wedding. Of course, th- those are the days when you'd see every, like, all these local bloggers and have their Pinterest and their blog posts and it was a block spot era but I went up to you and told you I was your biggest fan I loved your fashion
0: I loved your wedding
1: and I said hi I'm obsessed with you.
0: I thought I was being punked (laughs) I was on a double date and she came up and said all this and I was blushing so hard and I was like am I being punked what's going on and she's like, no, I'm dead serious. I love you. I was like, this is so weird. Anyway, it was like, I, I felt um, very, I felt like a celeb a little. Oh, it were, was funny.
1: Your Sundance looks were always my favorite. I still like watch and look and look at Pinterest. I still have them saved on my board.
0: Oh my gosh. I'm so honored. <laughs> oh
1: like these, it was always like the coolest. You had the really cool aviator like glasses and you'd do like a really cool like black on black. It was the best look.
0: Oh, thank you. You know what's cool about that look? Not to toot my own horn, but I feel like I could wear it this Sundance and it would still be in style. Well, that's part of your style. It's
1: classic effortless um, with a little bit of like, a little bit of an edge to it. A little
0: sass. Yeah. And the most important part, your looks always look rich. (laughs) (laughs) I actually love that because that's my main goal in life to like, like smell expensive. (laughs) And I actually think you could do it on a budget too. We talk about this all the time. You really can look expensive. And wear like Amazon jewelry or, you know, like have a few cool pieces. And then the rest is just like Old Navy or Lululemon or, you know, like you can mix high and low and look, look really good.
1: Yeah, that's why I followed you. I used to love like that rich, effortless look.
0: But I feel like that's, that's your style too. Yeah.
1: Very simple. I mean, style is a little different lately.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. evolved. A lot of
1: sweats. A lot of sweats. We have, it felt really, actually it felt really weird coming in today to like, Um, record this because we have this like rule what is our rule as far as like style and play dates
0: sweats only
1: sweats we do not get ready yeah because sometimes especially here in utah you get ready get your kids all perfectly done and you're drowning and tired and depleted no we we don't do that we come in sweats
0: yeah we do which Uh, which we love
1: which is the vibe today
0: yeah exactly so (laughs) styles changed a little
1: rich sweats
0: yeah, yeah, I did throw on some perfume because i <laughs> that's all I could muster today. Yeah. So I smell good. So speaking of like adult friendships, we, um, we've we always kind of like been friendly, but like lately we've become more friends. Um, what do you look for in adult friendships and how do you kind of cultivate those?
1: Like, the, I feel like it's very similar to even like my dating life. The one number one thing that I look for in friendships are people who I spend large amount of time with is emotional intelligence. Like I'm already raising a toddler. I don't want to be friends with a toddler. Oh my gosh. That's such a good, (laughs) good advice. Like I already get bullied by my four year old. Yeah. I don't want to be bullied by a friend.
0: Totally. And just like, I, at least for me too, like I feel like that grace where you're like assuming the best intentions with your friends and like just, you know, sometimes like we'll have something planned and one of us has to bail and it's like, yeah, Cool. Because we get it. Yeah. There is no, like, I
1: choose to believe you have a busy day. No big deal. So and it's, week, not, it's not personal. I don't, we don't need yeah. to have these long explanations. Hey, we have to cancel because this, this, this. girl, go do you. Same thing with me. Yeah. And I think, so I love having that, um, you know, having that emotional intelligence. But also, like, another trait I look for in friends is the ability to be wrong. I love it, to be wrong. And it, it probably makes sense in the weirdest way. Okay, so you love to be wrong,
0: but our kids do not like being wrong. <laughs> our
1: kids do not.
0: We have to tell them. Tell them.
1: Like, what, this week? It was, what, just a few days ago?
0: Yeah, so uh, Paul came over for a play date, and they were playing downstairs, and they came up, and they had, had a little disagreement about um, one of the characters in Lion King. In a scene
1: in Lion King, <laughs> in the beginning of the movie.
0: Did... Did Paul go home and fact check her?
1: I'm pretty sure he wanted to, but like, of course, I have a very like strict bedtime. I was like, no, yeah, no, yeah, out yeah. to bed.
0: So they were, they both felt like they were right about a, a detail in the movie, and we, they had to take a little break, and my daughter came over and whispered, but I'm right. And I was like, <laughs> it doesn't matter. She's like, but I'm right. And she's looking at me right now. Nora, do you want to come tell everybody? Nora, do you think you're still right? She won't answer. She, she was right. And she is right, but it, that's besides <laughs> the point. This is what I'm trying to teach. Teacher, is it doesn't? You don't have to be right.
1: It's a teachable moment. At the end of the day, yeah. like it's just. It's sometimes we get it wrong. Sometimes we get it right. It's fine,
0: um, but we we get along. I think because um, we also parent very similarly, which helps. Um. Sorry, there's some construction going on next door, so it's a little allowed but we parent similar and and sometimes with like other mom parents you're just like uh so it's easier to become friends with another mom that is like similar to you in the way that
1: we both are are determined to bring up our kids in the best possible way um and I love that we let our kids hash it out work it out we're like upstairs their swig work it out guys it's okay work it out what's your your words what's your swig order well, right now we have uh, we have Diet Coke, raspberry, and then a little bit of half and half.
0: Oh, it's like crack cocaine.
1: Pretty much. Well, I just told you when I walked in, I said, I swear like this half and half is like the Jaeger shot of <laughs> like pop sodas here in Utah. It's like, yeah. it's, it's, it's that effect of that, like one degree that makes w- a water boil. Like it's that.
0: That It is. It's that elite touch. I feel rich. <laughs> I feel rich. Oh my gosh. That's my new tagline. <laughs> I feel rich. Oh, that's such a good um motto for 2023. I feel rich. Yeah,
1: it's like the best $2 soda.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay, so you're a single mom, you work a full-time job, but then you're also an influencer. Yeah. How do you manage all that? How do you juggle all that? And where like like what's your why behind why you are an influencer?
1: Well, I wanted the, my why was I wanted to be relatable. Like I there was a moment like when and my, with things going on in my personal life I wanted to shut it down but I thought like instead of shutting it down what if I create like I went to- in a totally different way like instead of monetizing I still monetize but not as much as I used to like what if I could be more relatable more authentic and what if I could actually be um what if like my audience I can help them heal and they can help me heal and that was kind of like the the turning point for me. So that's what I do. I love to make fun of myself, my situation. It's either cry or laugh. I choose to laugh. And we have created these cultivate these wonderful relationships with these moms everywhere that I just love. Like they're my cheerleaders and I wholeheartedly believe that
0: I'm theirs. Oh, that is so beautiful. That's so cool that you can create a space on the internet that really is so positive. And I know that when I see your reels, I'm always so excited because they're so funny. They're so like, and and you get pee involved and it's so fun. Like he loves it. And people say like, oh, like I
1: get get backlash sometimes about pee being in my videos. But the moment he says, I don't want to do it, we're not doing it. Yeah. Like if he says he doesn't want to do it, we won't do it.
0: Like the day he comes to me and says, mom, I really don't like this. Yeah. We're done. Yeah. I actually just had an experience. So one of the videos on currently on Wells page is my daughter. And it went a little bit viral. And actually V was the one of. Hold on one second. What? Diet Coke. By the way, that's my four-year-old asking (laughs) for Diet Coke.
1: You could could have a sip of mine. Mm.
0: Okay, so back to you. Yes, yes. So we were just talking about how Paul's in your videos. And I just had an experience because one of the videos on Currently Unwell is Nora. And it went viral-ish. I don't know. 2.5 2.5 I'd, million. I think
1: that's pretty viral.
0: Okay. Pretty I don't like, know what, I don't know what consists of viral these days, but you used her voice to make a sound <laughs> and now there's like 331 videos like using her sound. So you did, you like helped it go even more viral and, you and, know, and it's re- too funny.
1: I want everybody to go on there and just start looking through the videos and the content that's been created. I mean, there's some like,
0: mm,
1: crème, crème de la crème chef, videos. Chef's kiss.
0: Oh, chef's kiss. Nora always says compliments of the chef. And I'm like, what? (laughs) I'm like compliments to the chef or, or either way, who cares? Okay. So we're going to switch gears a little more serious. You're a survivor of domestic violence. And I actually was able to hear you speak at the Laced Hair Foundation dinner last year, which is also coming up again quickly.
1: Grab your ticket.
0: Yeah. Grab a ticket. Shout out to Lacey. It was such a powerful speech. And honestly, like I didn't know I knew you'd been through some stuff, but I didn't know like the extent of it. And to give people a little backstory, um, laced hair gave you hair for a specific reason. And, um, you shared your story of surviving domestic violence and what gave you the strength to be able to share that story?
1: Well, I, I think it's like very much, um, like part of healing, like getting in front, getting in front of others, and sharing a story um, taking like turning that shame into like power and, and the power into like helping others because if you hear it out loud you don't feel so alone if you're going through it especially being in social media like everybody wants to show the, share the good parts mm-hmm. um, nobody wants to share the messy parts. so it, it's helped me one heal to also like serve and help others and lastly like just bring awareness because there's so much shame behind it nobody wants to talk about it like most people who when you do find out about it, it's not till years later, you're like, oh yeah, I was going through that. Like, why not share to your, like turn towards your friends, people who care about you because they can be there for you. And um, I try to emulate that. I don't know if I do, but I try my best.
0: Yeah. I mean, that was quite a stage to share your story. Had you talked about it before or was that one of the first times?
1: I was one of the very first times I actually like it was specifics of things that happened. I'm very generic mm-hmm. uh, just because I uh, was always very scared of sh- sharing Sir specifics because if not, I'm just going to end up getting sued. And it was right. I was co-parenting with a very high conflict individual and it just was, it was hard to do it. But um, hearing my story or hearing what happened uh, that day, I, I realized that I had really healed because I can talk about it. I can, you know, um, thank Lacey for what she had done. But yeah, do you want to
0: share anything with the audience Today or no?
1: Oh, yeah, 100%. I'm I'm very open. Like, I'm um, that day, I wasn't actually the intro, I actually wasn't quite ready for it. Um, The reason I was, I got hair from the Lace Hair Foundation is because during a domestic uh, violence altercation with my son's uh, father, he had dragged me through the um, living room, through the kitchen, through the kitchen, living room, all the way out to our doorman. um, uh, And took out but two rows of my um, extensions. So um, later on, I was able to get new extensions and put them back in my hair because not only did my extensions get pulled out, but a lot of my hair as well. Um, and it, that was just one of the many um, situations I was put in. But just saying it out loud um, was a huge, was huge growth for me because I'd never said what happened out loud. I've always been very... I think because for many years I actually defended my abuser. I really believed that it would work out. So, of course, you're like, you know, it's okay. We, we, it's it's going to get better. I covered for him. I yeah. never really, um, even to my therapist, I never really said what happened. I just said I was attacked. So, yeah. that day being able to talk about it was.
0: Don't you think it's scary too? Like when you say it out loud, you're like, oh, it's real. And now other people know yes yeah
1: and it was it's just like I said the most important thing to me was shifting that like shame to like getting my power back that yes I endure these things um but I don't lo- I no longer have to endure these things I'm a different person I will never allow
0: this again and yeah. let me help you get there too that's so beautiful I well you should know there was not a dry eye in the house <laughs> I think even people that have known you for years didn't obviously know it and just everybody I hope you just felt supported because everybody in that room was like oh my gosh wow she has so much strength a for going through that and then b for sharing it and being being vulnerable and just like this is what happened to me and it was such a cool cool night
1: I felt like I mean to me that was like a huge day of growth for me like I I I felt very loved it's hard to like a lot of times you go through these like motions and you you, know, you have big days and people people say they pray for you think for think of you all these things but that day I just felt the love just the, uh, my peers people really cheering you on and not just cheering you on just like um the ability to help other women and like that was the, obviously the platform of that night but it was it was amazing
0: I kind of think that's like the thread of your life like anything you do you kind of are like well how can I help others and to me that's such an amazing example of strength like You know, I have an influencer platform. How can I help others? You know, I went through this situation. Like, how can I help others? Which I just think is so amazing.
1: Yeah, I tried. I mean, I try to live my life in that way.
0: Okay, I I have a follow-up question, which is if someone's going through something similar or even just like a tough time in their life, they're currently unwell, if you will. Yeah. What is your advice? And how do you like pull yourself out of that and gain the strength that you have?
1: Well, as, as a friend of somebody going through it, support them, love them, just show up. Nobody will ever dislike you for sh- showing up too much. And especially sometimes being a friend of somebody who is involved in a really toxic relationship is hard because you sit there and you do the same thing again and you give the same advice again and again and you watch them take a punch after punch after punch. You have to just love them and be there and support them regardless like eventually they will leave if they choose to, but your job is to be their friend, nothing else. Like set away that judgment because unless you're in that person's shoes, you can just never comprehend the situation. I
0: mean, don't they say it takes like seven times trying to leave a domestic? 100%. Yeah.
1: But when you leave, you leave and you're just done. Like I look back at my situation and I, I'm glad it happened. Like I, there's no way, like it have, I, and you I
0: really you, are a healed Leo. Yeah. I'm
1: like, I'm like I, I told you this, that going to, you know, Margo knows very much what goes on in my personal life and I'm very open. I have these deep conversations with my, my dear friends, but this happened for me, not to me. Like I am at my highest self at this point because of what the things that have happened. Like I like who I am now versus like 10 years ago, like who I was. So if anything, yeah. it's helped me. Like, would I loved a smoother transition to this? A hundred percent. Who wouldn't? <laughs> Who would it? Let's just edit and take that's some other parts out. But you know what? The, the real, the, this was, this is exactly where I was meant to be.
0: Yeah. Wow. That's, that's perspective. Yeah. And um, that's like a healed perspective too.
1: Also, like, I also think about, and I, I told you this like a few weeks ago. I feel like life is cake after this. Like when I see stuff come up or I hear conflict, I'm like, that's not real conflict, <laughs> whatever. Like, but I'm here to support you. Cakewalk. You're Cakewalk. like, I got you. I got you. I got you. I got, like or when things come up really heavy things, I'm like,
0: okay, I've endured through the worst. This is cake. Okay. So to get to this place, what are your wellness practices? Because you you, you have to be your high your highest self yeah. in order to have that kind of reaction to a scenario that could be very reactive.
1: Well, I always my I'm gonna I preach therapy to everybody, and also like if you guys need tools to get a to get therapy or free therapy or very cheap therapy, DM me. I will call any organization and try to get everybody free mental health. Like I there's because I just I'm a huge advocate, but I always say do the work because at the end of the day, it's not like my a lot of it was my my abuser for years, but a lot of times it was the work. Like, how did I get here? How did I allow somebody to drink this way? Yeah. How did I not love myself enough? Um, and, and set bigger expectations for myself or set boundaries. But most of it was, it's, it was about me.
0: Wow. wow. I mean, talk about perspective. Like most people have a hard time getting to that where oh, yeah. it's like, no, it was me. Yeah.
1: It was me. Like, I allowed it. I mean, a lot of times, yes, um, there's
0: things that he did that should never have happened. But
1: at the end of the day, like, I stayed.
0: Yeah. I, but you, I, but I just feel like that shift is, like, you move from victim to survivor. And yeah. you're, like, this is why I stayed. I was surviving. And now I expect better.
1: Yeah. Well, I think a lot of times with, with domestic abuse, yes, we have that victim mentality in the, be- in the game, beginning. You're, like, dang it, this happened to me. How how did I get here? But if you shift your, your thinking and kind of, um, do the work, you're no longer like you, you're no, you don't want to stay the victim at that point. If you, if you stay in that, if you don't do the work, you're going to be, at at some point you just become a volunteer. You're like, I'm here. This happened to me. Like it did. And I've been there before. Like either you do the work and become
0: a victim forever or you become a survivor. Like what is it going to be? Wow. Do you, if you look back, was there a single moment that you felt that shift? Was it, um, like a, a time frame oh, or like yeah. a lot of different things happening?
1: I had like an aha moment. I remember nursing my baby and I was so miserable,
0: like miserable. Which and postpartum is hard is, anyway. Hard. So I'm, yeah.
1: I'm bringing home a baby. I have just been like horrifically attacked by my ex. Um, and I'm in pain because I endured some things. So I'm sitting there on this <laughs> on this white rocker nursing my baby. And I, it just dawned on me like I can't live like this anymore. With the days I just want the days to be over. I was numb. Every day was just like, nurse my baby, put him to bed again. Nurse my baby, nurse my baby, work, nurse my baby next day. And I read somewhere, I don't even remember, because it's been so many years and I've done tons of EMDR. Um <laughs> I read somewhere that only a happy mom can raise a happy child. And I read that, and I was, it's it just, like, like stuck with me. I'm like, enough. I'm done. Like, I'm going to do the work. My son deserves happiness, and I can't raise a happy child feeling like this. And that's when I started the work. Lots of therapy, um, lots of books, lots of inner work, lots of EMDR. Like, that's what I focused on. I didn't focus on trying to, like, date or see, and, like – everybody becomes a single mom. They're like, well, he'll find somebody like I focus more on becoming a catch versus landing a
0: catch. Wow. And you are a catch.
1: I mean, I got a, I mean, I got a pretty good one right now. But. Yes.
0: We love, we love him. Okay. So what are your current wellness practices? I know you still go to therapy. I know you meditate. Um, you actually, I had a guest on last week, Rachel, with bonfire and you were you shared with me one of her like meditations oh my gosh, and love, now i'm like hooked
1: I, I wish she can just like talk to me and put me to bed every night because her voice and her tone is just magnetic and magical so i've been doing um a lot of her um, um like meditation meditations and i always tell everybody like find pages people who inspire you like if you can't afford these things edit your instagram algorithm like Look for the people who, like, make you feel not small. People inspire you. And same thing with mental health. Like, go on there and find different, like, people who have these wonderful teachings that you can take from.
0: Yeah. I mean, there are so many resources on the internet. Even, like, YouTube, there's, like, really beautiful meditations. And if you don't like one, keep looking. There's so many resources. And they're free. Like,
1: take advantage of them. Yeah. And circling back to your question, I think it's just lately, like, my wellness practices have been good human connection. Like when I do our play dates with our kids, we have, we don't have service um, conversations. We have deep conversations, of how we see the world, what we're working on ourselves, like what things are we doing? Um, So those things are like, I
0: know it's so great. We always talk about like our goals. What's next? What are we working on? How can I help you? How can you help me? It's incredible. Yeah, Like those are the friendships that you want to cultivate.
1: And that's kind of like how, when I, when I do have time, and I make time. Those are the things that, like, I've kind of been focusing. People. My mom used to always say, "Dime con quién te juntas y te quién eres," which means, "Tell me who you associate with and hang out with, and I'll tell you who you are." I mean, she said that probably, like, probably, wow. probably to like get on me as a teenager. But I use it now because really, who you hang out with is who. Like the people that I hang out with, I want. I they inspire me. I I take whatever they're doing and um, praise them, and also like get yeah, hyped up with you know my life as well um so like, like my, my well practice are really connecting with
0: people who inspire me I love that that is so cool and I mean I think that if you focus on that you focus on who you're with who like you will move forward so much more quickly in your life if you drill down on who am I spending my time with who has access to my energy and then you, if, if you kind of edit that, then your life will fall into place.
1: Definitely.
0: Okay. So should we go to rapid fire questions? I mean, I feel like that i was, want, okay. I like ready it. For I'm, this? I'm,
1: I'm, I'm ready for anything.
0: Okay. Rapid fire questions. Talking or texting? Talking. Asking permission or begging for forgiveness?
1: Asking permission all the time.
0: Early bird or night owl?
1: Depends on the day. Do you know what it Crap is we have going on?
0: I feel like it's like when your kids are asleep. So like if you get up earlier before your kid, then you have like a little like alone time, and then once they go to bed, you have alone time. So it's yeah, like you I have both. You have to be both. We're just, we're just
1: zombies every freaking day. Yeah, exactly. Okay,
0: podcast or music? Podcast. The last time you told a white lie this morning. <laughs> this morning to my kid <laughs> who would play you in a movie. Ooh, I feel like either. Well, you go first.
1: would Play me in a movie. Maybe
0: Sofia Vergara.
1: A little Sofia Vergara, a little like Selena Gomez. Uh-huh. Because they're both like made some horrific
0: mistakes. Stop. <laughs> but
1: came up on top like yes. That, yeah, yeah.
0: Okay, but also like maybe Salma Hayek. Oh. You guys, she's like a mix of those three people.
1: I think so. There's like yeah. a good little mix. Yeah.
0: Um, okay, last one. In a life well lived, what is the single thing you most want to be remembered for?
1: My kindness. Like like if I left this earth, like I would love for, especially my little boy to say like my mom would not like out of all the traits, my mom was a kind person.
0: Yeah. Wow. Mission accomplished. I love you. I love you too.